Hi, I'm Hedgeye's founder, Keith McCullough. Thanks for listening to this real conversation. If you like what you hear, you will love our investing research. We bring transparency, accountability, and actionable investing ideas to investors big and small. I'll put our investing process and team up against anyone in the world. Please visit Hedgeye.com to subscribe and learn a better way to invest. I'm Keith McCullough, and welcome to a Flash webcast. We don't do many of these, and uh, I really hope we don't have to do too many of these because it's really sad and pathetic that it, you know, in this day and age that we have this kind of collusion and corruption. But uh, Mark Cahota is bringing him back because so many want to meet him. Uh, he's one of the very few who had the courage uh, and the process to call this uh, to call out this, FT, uh, this FTX scam for what it is. And 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 Mark, you know, uh, first, thank you. I just want to thank you on behalf of everybody. And I happen to like you guys. I really like what you stand for. As I said before, I think you guys do the world a great service. Tell them the truth. You know, sometimes you get it right, sometimes you get it wrong, but at least you guys speak from your brain and your heart and you're trying to help people. And, and anyone like that, I want to help. So well, I'm well, here to help you any way I can. Well, you're helping uh, uh, many more people uh, than me. Uh, sadly, it sounds like a lot of people have lost everything. Um, but, you know, it's... it's it, it, I, let's just start with this. Why, why are, are are we the only people to have this conversation on an open mic? Well, you know, it's interesting. There's a, a blogger out there named Doomberg, and he called me over the weekend to talk about this. And I told him that I gave the story and then some to the Bloomberg crypto team in London in July. And it was wrapped up and it was packaged. And I said, this thing is going to have huge political consequences. You guys should, should run with it. And they looked at it and they said, they're too busy. It requires too much work. They don't want to piss off SBF because they need access. And they passed. And it was ridiculous. And, and it really like pissed me off. And I said, I can't believe you guys are passing on this. And the mainstream media didn't, didn't want to touch this. They didn't want to touch it because they're afraid of losing access, they're afraid of losing advertising dollars, they don't want to piss off people. But the bottom line is, what, what no one understands is, when you get involved in a fraud or a scam or a criminal operation like FTX is, people who have their money there lose it all. They don't lose some, they lose it all. And anyone, the the... I'll give a little advice today, but one of my strongest pieces of advice is if you have money in any of these offshore crypto exchanges, get it the fuck out. Get it out ASAP. I don't care if Mother Teresa tells you it's safe. Get it the fuck out of there and put it in a place that's either insured or you can dial an 800 number and get it wire transferred into a real bank. Do it ASAP because the people who say it's safe and the people who say there's not an issue, they're just liars. And anyone on CNBC or Bloomberg or the mainstream media who says it's safe, they're not speaking the truth or speaking from their heart. And they don't care. Or they have money invested in it. So I'd be very, very, very leery in this day and age because things can go to zero and you can lose it all. And the thing that made me happy this weekend is I got a ton of DMs from people 
who listened to me on your on your site and say they took money, they took all their money out of FTX because I scared the crap out of them, which is good. So at least some people didn't lose at all, but but sadly a lot of people did, and that's that's not a good outcome. That's not a good outcome for anybody. It's not a good outcome so I, I for take, anybody I, at all. And it's, and it's really when you think about, um, and I don't, I, I do think people should hold themselves to account. If you believe in somebody who's lying to, a fraudster, a scammer, to some degree it's on you. Um, but to a larger degree, it's on us as not only a country, but certainly an industry where if, if you have a platform, I'm wearing this shirt right now that Raul Paul made, uh, and everyone can get a damn good look at it because this is what he was promoting. He said he was irresponsibly long of ETH, for example, and just on and on and on. This is, you know, if you can't tell, you know, I, don't th I don't think they sell them anymore, but th this is definitely his shirt, all right? And he's just of a long line of people that really, Mark, you know, sold this thing to people. There's a couple reasons why you do this. One, you're getting paid, which I think is the biggest reason, as opposed to debating whether or not they knew or not. They're getting fucking paid, okay? You know, you already had, uh, what's his name, uh, Mr. Unwonderful, admit that he's you know, clearly a paid spokesperson for FTX and a shareholder, right? Every time he speaks, he should have already said that. But these places, they really perpetuated getting people in. Unlike the dot-com era, remember, you had to pay a commission to get in and a commission to get out. Here it was free, and each of these tokens were a much lower lottery ticket in terms of entry price. Yeah, at least. I mean, I can't stand O'Leary. I can't stand him from the learning company days. He's a horrible, horrible human being, and he's a worse investor. But at least he admitted he's getting paid. At least he admitted he's an investor. I mean, the, you know, it's a shame on a lot of people, but, you know, really a shame on Tom Brady and his wife or his ex-wife for taking what they took in tokens from this thing to perform this, to promote this criminal operation to average people. I mean, it's really, it's really a shame. I mean, everyone who was involved in this thing really needs to look in the mirror. And I'll just simply say, everyone needs to do better. SEC needs to do better. Treasury needs to do better. Politicians need to do better. Spokes, everyone needs to do a whole lot better here because it's really, really a tragedy to let these children run around and, and, and scam people. And, and, you know, I think... Really, at the end of the day, as I, as I sort of like figure it out and do the autopsy, and there's going to be a lot more coming. I think SBF and, the, and the, his drug-addicted children and the sex show or whatever, they're just this shiny object. This was a much, this is going to go much deeper than, than those people to, to run this scheme. And again, this whole offshore part of this where the money is just gone. I mean, folks, get your money out of all these exchanges. Get your money out of all these offshore exchanges. That's my advice, because you're not safe. And if it works, great. But if it goes to zero, you heard it here first. To just, it's just, it's not safe. I don't, I don't care who says what. And the other thing is, Keith, you know, I told everyone that I wasn't short the FTT tokens. I wasn't short the FTT tokens because I didn't want to be perceived as the guy talking my book on these things and more importantly, and, and what everyone should learn from this is, if I was short them and one of these exchanges failed, I would lose all my collateral. Anyone who had any money at these things would lose their collateral. You, you not only wouldn't make from a profitable trade, you would lose everything you have there on deposit, and you'd become a general creditor like everyone else. Yeah, but there is a name. 
I mean, I, I mean, but but that's but this is this is part of it. No one invests in this kind of stuff. They don't mind, you know, if you lose or you get rug pulled in Terra Luna or whatever these Dogecoin, whatever these stupid things are called. It's one thing to like make a bet and lose. It's another thing to just lose your collateral, just to just to lose everything you have on deposit there. That's that's really a tragedy. Well, can you explain and, that for people that don't uh, understand it? I, I do find it really interesting, by the way, that Bloomberg said that they didn't have enough time to do the work. He, it was Mike Taylor, who you know, uh, who he called me immediately after a Bloomberg interview with SBF way back when, and he said, "Did you hear it? Did you hear it?" And and as Mike would be, because Mike's like like you, he's a dog on a bone, man. Like he, when he smells something. It, yeah, he can see he's got a great sniffer, a great bullshit factor. And he's like, did you see that interview? And I'm like, well, what interview, Mike? I, I, like, I just, I'm just getting a sandwich, man. And he quite literally, he's always, he's generally like pretty quick. And, and he said, SBF just told the Bloomberg reporter that it's a Ponzi scheme. He got, and, and, and there were follow-up questions. And he said, yeah, pretty much it's a Ponzi scheme. So can you explain the collateral component to these tokens and the Ponzi? Because it's not just FTX. FTX, it's probably all of them, and because I think they're all going sort of off the same script. So, you know, I made the mistake when I was in the hedge fund business back in 2000. You know, I was in the hedge fund business from 84 to 2009. I made the mistake of actually having collateral with Lehman offshore. And when Lehman went broke uh, domestically, they seized all my collateral offshore, which created all sorts of problems, which gives me... PTSD seriously to this day. So I'm very, very, very conscious of what happens when someone goes out of business offshore, you you lose everything because your collateral gets taken. So all of these crypto exchanges, if you will, and they all have various names. And, and again, I don't trade crypto. I'm not a crypto guy. I'm more of a fraud detector type guy and, and I own stocks. Uh, any one of these exchanges, if they go under or fail or can't meet redemptions, your collateral, meaning anything you have there on deposit, is gone. Your holdings get wiped out to zero, and you get in line with all of the creditors uh, at these companies. And since they're offshore, they're not under SEC or FINRA regulation. They're under regulation in, in terms of FTX, the, the Bahamas. But but good luck with the three people on the Bahama Security Commission or Isle of Man or Yersi or Cyprus, wherever these these ass backwards fuck places are. So I just think that the risk right now, especially since the SEC hasn't done anything yet and no one's been arrested, the risk here is extreme and and at least be in a safe place, at least be in a safe exchange, at least be in a place where the SEC can walk in and do a flash audit and save you. And and there's something else that, that came to my attention on Friday that I want to warn people about, and it's a stock, and it's called Silvergate, and it's symbol SI. And they're the financial so-called bank that allows all these transfers and things to happen. And they have about $14 billion with a B in deposits, and they're largely from these offshore entities and get a load of this. They transfer last year $1 trillion between these offshore entities and customers. $1 trillion off a $14 billion deposit base. And this name was brought to my attention by who I think is the best bank analyst on the planet, and that's Porter Collins 
of the big short fame, and he thinks they're in the process right now of having a run on the bank. And they put out some bogus press release on Friday saying that FTX was only a billion dollars of their deposits, and they didn't have any loans to them. And the, and the stock went up after ours Friday. But as Porter said to me, it's a deposit story. It's not a loan story. If they lose all their depositors, there's going to be a run on the bank. And so it's, not, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not just FTX either. So, I mean, that, that's the whole point, is no, it? It's, 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 not, it's not FTX. They do business with the worst of the worst. And, and, and the crazy thing is these guys are so stupid at SI, right? The CEO's son-in-law was the head of risk. So they figured out something was wrong. And, and before FTX went bankrupt, this is what they promoted. It says, this is from their website. It says, life as a crypto firm can be divided up into before Silvergate and after Silvergate. It's hard to overstate how much it revolutionized banking for blockchain companies. And that was endorsed by Sam Bankman-Fried, founder and CEO of Alameda Research and FTX. So, nuts. so nuts. I, it's 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 crazy and they put this thing out saying it's only a billion dollars of deposits well if there's a run on the bank and the u.s government wakes up or the treasury wakes up and they start kicking the tires of of this bank they're going to realize they have no kyc on right now which is know your customer or they have no aml on right now which is anti-money laundering because ftx is a criminal operation cut and dried. And if they were doing all this business for FTX, look at what happened to all the banks that did business with Madoff and things like that. So this is serious ass shit. And, and the fact that they put out a press release on Friday to try to hype their garbagey ass stock, you know, real guys reached out to me and said, can you believe this? And I said, it's absolute dog shit. So I am short SI. I think SI is garbage and they need to be called out just like FTX needs to be called out, just like all these bad actors, well, like Raul Paul, like CNBC, like Kevin O'Leary, like Scaramucci, like Tom Brady. All these guys should be held accountable. And, I, and I'll tell you this, when I suggest people, you know, stocks I like, as bad as it is when I'm wrong and I lose and as bad as I feel, I literally can't sleep because I've cost other people money. It's a sickening feeling. It's a horrible feeling that you actually let people down. Because I take this shit seriously. I take it as serious as anyone out there. Because I have my name on it, and I have my process on it, and I have my research on it. So, I mean, people don't understand that when you do something like this, I'm not being paid by Hedgeye Gang, and I don't pay Hedgeye. I don't pay to be on their deal. I don't subscribe to them. I have great respect for them, but there's no money changing hands here. I do this because I believe in what they do. I think they have an excellent platform and I hope their business goes up tenfold because they deserve it and they work hard to get where they're at. But all this bullshit really needs to be called out and people don't call it out because they get threatened, they get scared, they get pushed around, they get trolled. And it's and for a lot of people, it's not worth it. But I at least can operate with a clear mind calling all this bullshit out and it's, and it's bullshit. It really is. Well, I, I I appreciate that, Mark. You know I do because you're one of the few people that has the you know has has that as their starting point. You know I always I've said it for 15 years. I mean when starting Hedgeye, because I was like, look, you know we're competing against the mother of all conflicts of interest, you know banks and their research, which you and I 
compete with all the time, but we, we compete with trying to be right and seeking the truth. But I always say this, there's responsibility in recommendation. There's responsibility in recommendation. That's the simplest thing that you should start with every single day that most of these people will never have. I mean, there's no responsibility here. There's no accountability. I think that like one big thing that, that really is pissing people off right now, Mark, is given everything that you just said, that no one's being held to account, right? It's one thing for me to say what I'm saying and host you to say what you're saying. Like All those places that you just named have blackballed me a long time ago. That's not changing today. There's no holding Keith to account. There's no holding Mark to account. They've tried ever to call you every name they possibly can. But but where you know what do you think that looks like? You know the the, the as, as as Jim Chanos, my friend, would say. He said there's legal fraud when when you're in a bubble, and then you know when people lose all their money, then you prosecute that. What do, what where do you think we're on that timeline? Uh, if you have an opinion on that. Let me ask. The, let me answer that in a second. But let me try to offer a solution on the FTX thing. No matter who's listening to this, if law enforcement or someone who can get after people are listening to, immediately bring in this guy Dan Friedberg. Remember, we I spoke about him as that yeah. poker cheater. Yeah, that guy. The guy who already well, got indicted a, for doing this in a different he, forum. <laughs> he, he, right. He, he, he never got indicted. He, he sort of like drifted and, and, and he probably got in trouble. But I think Friedberg is the mastermind behind this FTX. And he's not offshore and he's a lawyer out of Seattle. Bring this guy in for questioning because I think he is the mastermind behind this whole FTX caper. Don't forget that name. He should be a household name. Him and Gary Wang. I mean, Sam is the useful idiot. You know, he has his shaking knee and he has his girlfriend, Caroline, with the MIT connection. That's the shiny object that people want you to look for. Dan Freeberg, to me, is a dastardly man. He's the guy who I think is responsible for this. He's the guy who I think knows of them printing up fake tokens to flood the market to pull rug pulls on, on guys. The, the information I've gotten on him over the weekend is scary. So Dan Freeberg to me is the key player. He's the guy who needs defending. He's the guy who needs to be brought in. He's the guy who needs to be held accountable. And one of his co-workers back at the poker deal is, is some big shot at Tether. And everyone's trying to tie Tether into FTX. But you know, I don't know Tether from Feather from Weather. I'm just focused on on FTX and Sam. And, and this, this low-life Friedberg. And I think Friedberg needs to be done in. He needs to be brought in for questioning, if, if not arrested or charged or whatever, because he is behind this thing 109%. 109%. Well, well that, kind so of a, that, kind, that kind of an impetus, I mean, and, and really, yeah, anybody watching this can hand this off to whoever they want. This is still America, last I checked. I mean, you can do this. And that's, and that's having the courage. It's stepping up. And you know what? If we're wrong, which we're not, you know, then that's fine too. At least you went through the exercise. Well, Freeberg's welcome to come after me if he wants, but but I have my lasers on that guy. He's taken down his LinkedIn. He's taken down his pictures all over the internet. You know, I'm in touch with some Australian guys who have a handle on him, and and he and these guys, what FTX really did on some of these things is they printed and created counterfeit tokens 
to flood the market to short the token themselves, which they're the exchange, and flood the market and, and collapse a lot of these things. I mean, this is a, these are dastardly, criminal, horrifically bad guys. I mean, they are, they are bad. And the sooner the U.S. government goes and cracks down on these guys and busts their heads open, the sooner the markets will be fair. And the sooner, if you want to play crypto, go ahead. But the problem is, it's not a fair game. It's a rigged game where the people on the inside make it off the backs of hardworking people. And FTX is not, as I said on my Twitter this morning, it is not a crypto scam. It is not a crypto scam. It is a massive money laundering Ponzi scheme fraud with a crypto wrapper. And what that means is not all crypto is bad. I don't believe in any of it. Not all crypto is good. I don't believe in any of it. But this has nothing to do with crypto. This has to do with greedy people who stole, took, and ponzied unassuming people's money for the benefit of themselves in a major, major, major system collapse that where there are a ton of enablers who made an absolute fortune. And this shit needs to stop. It needs to stop. And again, I've profited zero from speaking out. But if I've helped one to one million people, then I've made the world better. And I have plenty of money. I don't need any more money. But I am so sick and fucking tired of the bullshit that goes on, of me exposing that my medic CEO, who ended up going to prison, where he had to bribe a senator to get the FBI to come by my house and scare the living shit out of me and my son and my family. And no one needs to go through that crap. So the only way, Keith, you can stop it is to speak out. And people say, are you scared? Fuck no, I'm not scared of anybody. What are they going to do, shoot me? They've already threatened me. But but some of these guys need to be taken off the streets. They need to be make, made examples of the enablers over at Cartoon Network, a.k.a. CNBC, and that's you, Kramer, and that's you, Sorkin, and that's you, Kevin O'Leary, Scaramucci, and all those other clowns. All you do is cost people money because you're paid to promote a bunch of bullshit. And it should stop. I hope it stops. I don't know if it will stop, but I hope it does stop. I really do. I think longer term, so, I mean, a longer term, it has to because it's just time and space. I mean, the, the disclosures in anything that is the financials industry that is regulated already already requires it. Now, they, they may not start every, you know, every... You know, every single rant that Kramer comes up with uh, with that disclosure, but clearly there's a difference between what, like you said, it happened with the crypto wrapper and what what happens in the financial services industry. So maybe that's something uh, on on the political tie-in because we only have 30 minutes. I want to make sure that I ask this question. Uh, and to be clear, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not paid by Cohotes. I'm Canadian. Right? Okay. If you t if you require a Canadian and Cahotes to I'd be I'd be I'd be I'd be careful bragging you're a Canadian. I mean, you're 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 one of the six and a half legitimate Canadians I know. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. It's always nice to be. You know, us uh, us 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 bears are not a herding animal. Um, but you know, even Canadian kinds of bears. But tying it to to the political side is that what prevents this thing to to, to have. You know, banging on the doors and knocking, you know, knocking, like just really intervening today. Like, why is this not happening today? Why is this not happening in America well, today? Here, here's the simple thing. I'm not political one way or the other. I'm not religious. I'm not getting in on the vaccine or COVID or any of that stuff. I never 
engage, and I could frankly care less. Everyone can do their own thing. But if you took money from FTX, Republican, Democrat, and whatever you are, you should give it back this afternoon. Whoever took money from these criminals need to give it back, need to give it back and need to give it back with interest to the receiver so they can give it back to the public because these guys had no right in taking money. The problem is everything now becomes political. They try to make Gensler political. They try to tie him into MIT. It should just, someone should try to do something for the good of just regular people. You know, the only job I would ever, ever, ever take, ever take is running the SEC. And I do a damn fucking good job. No, I would. I would do a really good job you in would. 90 days because I would clear all this bullshit up real fast. And I even have the guys who come in and work with me and I put an end to all this crap, all this political bullshit, you know, where big money makes and the small guy gets screwed. But politically, all this money needs to go back. Anyone who took money from SBF, FTX, whoever, needs to give it back. Tom Brady, if you were paid by these guys other than their worthless tokens, give it back. Everyone needs who supported these guys or enabled them, give it back. CNBC should fire O'Leary on the spot. That guy is worthless and has cost everyone who's ever listened to him a fortune. Changes need to be made so this shit doesn't happen again. Even if they're small changes, even if they're subtle, Silvergate, you know, again, you guys come clean with what's going on. Explain to people how you can transfer or mix through your your system a trillion dollars, a trillion dollars. That's a fuck of a lot of money through all these offshore crypto entities against a 14 billion dollar deposit base. Is that normal for anyone? So whoever regulates the banks, if you hear this, go knock on the door at Silvergate. Ask them if it makes sense. If it makes sense, call me, and then I'll come back on and say I'm wrong. But I'm not fucking wrong. I'm dead ass right. And I'm pissed off. I should be happy, but I'm pissed off. And I'm pissed off because I heard over the weekend a bunch of these spaces calls where people lost it all. And losing it all is not a good place to be when inflation is high, interest rates are up. The economy sucks and people are going to start losing jobs. So I feel bad. Plus, it's the holiday season. Mm-hmm. So it's just there's, there's nothing, you know, hopefully there's lessons that can be learned from this. Hopefully there are changes that are made. Hopefully politics, the, the politicians say it's not right taking money. You know, the, the second largest donor of the Democratic Party from a guy who has ADD or Osbergers or whatever he has, who can't even speak a normal sentence, who, who disrespect, you know, when, you know, I wear my pink, I can walk around in flip flops. But if I'm on the same stage as the, the former president or head of BlackRock or Tony Blair, I'm not wearing fucking dirty shirts, a sweaty T-shirt, socks and dirty gym shoes. Show some respect. Show some decency for the people who you're speaking in front of. I mean, you can be a crypto bro or you can be whatever, but at least wear a regular shirt in regular clothes and show the people you're speaking to a modicum amount of respect. That's a, that's another tell. That in the wig indicator. But this guy, you know, doesn't wear a wig. But where I think he's going, he's gonna he's not gonna be having that hairdo that he currently has where he's gonna end up. 
Yeah, well, I, I think uh, as we come to the 30-minute mark here, you you have a solution, really. I mean, there yeah. are a bunch of people, a bunch of people out there. We should create something. I don't know how we'd create it, but there's certainly certainly ways where where you can put your name into a place that says, "I lost everything. I lost everything." Okay, yeah. and put down the number and put down your name and your address, and then. Like I do, I do believe Tom Brady is is a man with integrity, and and maybe he did get caught with his pants down in more ways than one here. And, and but there's a chance to do good by that, right? The answer is not to turn around like all these guys did in the back slapping network from Rug Paul to O'Leary and back again, and say, oh la 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 la. Let's talk about the exponential age. Bullshit. Like you just you literally took all this money. And you gainfully, <laughs> you capitalized on it, and now you know it's wrong. You just know it's wrong. So we'll see. I mean, I am I, I, actually quite shocked that there's not one person that's put up their hand before the authorities have put them in different kinds of a hand position um, that have just done that, Mark. I mean, why not? Well, the, the one thing in this, you know, again, you know, I tell my son, you know, he's 35, but I say, there's nothing wrong with saying I fucked up. I made a mistake, right? I screwed it up. I mean, I think I'm really, really, really good at this business, but we can have spaces shows 24-7 for a month and a half of where I fucked it up and where I've made mistakes and where I say I'm sorry, where I say I got it wrong. And all these guys, what they should do is say, here's where I fucked it up. Here's where I got it wrong. This is what these clowns paid me. I'm putting it in a pool. And hopefully the next time you guys, A, listen to me, pay attention, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you, you saw my ad with the flamethrower, Tom Brady, and you gave money to FTX. It makes me sick to my stomach that I cost people billions of dollars who actually deposited money there because of my commercials. It makes me sick. So I want to do my part since I'm worth blank, blank, blank and try to make people right. Politicians, give back the money. Give it back today. Law enforcement, go arrest. Go question Dan Friedberg. Go get him. Go get Gary Wang. Go detain the useful idiots in the Bahamas with their drug parties and their sex shows. Go do something to give people confidence that the system actually fucking works that you're actually like out looking and trying to protect someone's back other than other than than you and I Keith and a handful of guys on Twitter who speak their mind who are doing really good work. I mean there's some people who are really working hard at it. But the mainstream media X you, right? X Gretchen Morganson who did a great piece for NBC on on Friday describing these rug pulls and X Cohen who's working on stuff William Cohn, there's a few who do a job, but everyone else, you fucking failed. I mean, the people at Bloomberg and crypto, you should all quit your job in shame because you failed people miserably. And I have the emails and I have witnesses on the phone calls and I have the whole thing. But it's a disgrace because you blew the story of, of the last three decades because you're too fucking lazy to actually work, too lazy to actually push it and too scared to go and actually ask that useful idiot SBF real questions, which is a shame. It's a it, real shame. It is a shame. I, I was, and I'm not going to make that public because you know there's no need to. But sounds like you already did. The you know Mark would CC me 
like after we had our real conversation, our initial one on this, which was a long time ago in terms of market yeah. speak, you know, he would CC me with every update. It was like not a BCC. It was marked to a, he just met, mentioned Gretchen. She put her hand up. I put my hand up. You have a choice, right? Mark also mentioned his son. Like if you fuck something up in life, we all do. You know, but really when you go home tonight, ask yourself, like, am I part of a backslapping network? Do I, do we really have a moral compass? If this is your spouse, ask the question. Just ask the questions. There's no way for America, the tapestry of American capitalism, at least in terms of how it's, you know, at least ostensibly defined, there's, there's no tapestry to our culture if there's no accountability and trustworthiness. And that, that may just very well have to, if, if there's one thing that we accomplish here, Mark, from my perspective, it's that we get people to have the conversation and hold their own family and those close to them to account. God forbid they actually do it at bigger institutions, which you would not be ashamed. You've not, you've not taken any, uh, you've not pulled any punches. I mean, you've named pretty much every single one of them, but there are many more. Um, and, 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 and we appreciate that. So thank you. You're an, I, I think you're an American patriot. You're a truth seeker. Uh, you're about as blunt as blunt gets. And, and a lot of people truly respect what you've done here. And, and I think you're just getting started. I'm just getting started. Well, I've, I've been at this a long time, and I think I've done some good. The main thing is everyone can do better. I can do better. I can do a lot better. You can do better. But I'd be damned if I, you know, you said to me a while back, why aren't you on Twitter? Why don't you say what you know? But I gave Gretchen the, the, the respect and the process to do her thing. I wasn't going to run in front of her. I mean, there's a process and a right way and a wrong way to do things. And I said to you, there will be a time where I'll come with this, but I have to let the process work. I didn't want to run in front of Bloomberg either. But everyone can do better. I can do better. I will do better tomorrow than I am today. But I'm at least glad that this is now part of the discussion, that everyone can do better. People should hold themselves accountable. But hold some of these, these clowns accountable. Try to do it. Just say, this kind of sucks. And, and again, support Hedge Eye. Support the, support the bloggers. Support Doomberg. Support, support people who try to speak the truth and who speak truth to power. Because there's not enough of it. There just is not enough of it. So... If nothing else, there we go. Nothing else needs to be said, at least for now. I, I believe that he will have plenty of say on Twitter. Not just today. This is just starting. This is just starting. Thank you for joining us and for seeking the truth. Thanks for listening to Real Conversations brought to you by Hedgeye. Don't forget to check out Hedgeye.com to get more actionable investing insights from our team of more than 40 research analysts. And check us out on Twitter at our handle, at Hedgeye. This presentation is informational only. None of the information contained herein constitutes an offer to sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy any security or investment vehicle, nor does it constitute investment recommendation or legal tax accounting or investment advice by Hedgeye or any of its employees, officers, agents, or guests. This information is presented without regard for individual investment preferences or risk parameters and is general, non-tailored, non-specific information. This content is based on information from sources believed to be reliable. Hedge is not responsible for errors, inaccuracies, or omissions of information. The opinions and conclusions contained in this report are those of the individual expressing those opinions and conclusions and are intended solely for the use of Hedge subscribers and the authorized recipients of the contents. All investments entail a certain degree of risk, and financial instrument prices can fluctuate based on several factors, including those not considered in the preparation of the content. Consult your financial professional before investing. The information contained herein is protected by United States and foreign copyright laws and is intended solely for the use of its authorized recipient. Access must be provided directly by Hedge Redistribution or republication is strictly prohibited. For more detail, please refer to the terms of service at hedgehog.com slash terms of service.